Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by the audio ministry of Lighthouse Baptist Church in Schenectady, New York. For more great content, please visit us at lighthousebaptist.org. Now let's open our hearts and minds to the Word of God. So who knows (laughs) Uh, just how this is going to go. But we're going to finish it up today. No, really, we are. We will. We will finish it up today. We'll get the whole message in. Psalm 124. And we're going to read that whole Psalm. 124, we're going to read all eight verses. Psalm 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick, When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Father, Help us this morning. Help us to see what you have for us here. Lord, encourage us that we might uh, be able to serve you more, trust you with all that we are and have. Lord, that we pray that uh, uh, we'd look to you for our every need, knowing that you uh, can and, and want to, uh, to meet every one of them. Well, thank you in Jesus' name, amen. So we see here this psalm, it's in a series of psalms, if you will, from uh, Psalm 120 all the way through Psalm 134. They're called Psalms of Degrees. That was because in these particular psalms, what was happening is the psalmist was uh, preparing uh, the, the people who were his audience uh, to be prepared to worship, get to ready. These are pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem as they were going up to Jerusalem uh, to worship. And he was, he was uh, in each of these cases, they were uh, in uh, these Psalms, and they, they, were, they were preparing these pilgrims, these uh, uh, on, on their way to, uh, to worship, uh, God uh, put them in a better mind, a, a, a frame of mind and heart uh, to, to be able to uh, worship uh, God. And here, he, he's, he's, he's uh, uh, giving uh, these, these, he's asking these pilgrims, he's saying, I want you to consider something that may put us in a better place in, in a better mindset to be able to be ready to, to worship God, I want you to think, I want you to consider this, what would it have been like if it had not been the Lord who was on our side? This is a, it's a hypothetical, and, and he, he presents this hypothetical to help prepare uh, these for, and, and we, and like, most things in the Bible, we can apply them to us as well. 
Uh, there are some things in the scripture that they don't apply to us. They're specifically for a particular uh, uh, group, and, and the, the direct application is not our application. Um, there are many today who, uh, are there, and more and more, who think that the church has replaced Israel. And they say, whatever the promises were to Israel are the promises to us. And that's just not true. And there are certain particular promises that we can't claim because they're not for us. They are for Israel. In this case, we can take this application and make it ours. And he says to these worshipers, I want you to consider what would it have been like? Where would you be? What would your life look like if it had not been the Lord who was on our side? The story of Israel is a story of battles already won. It's a story of ways already made. It's a story of walls already knocked down. It's a story of paths already cleared. Because the Lord had been on their side. We think of Moses and the Red Sea. You know, Moses didn't do that. God did that. We think of David and Goliath. You know, David didn't do that. God did that. Joshua and the walls of Jericho. Joshua didn't do that. God did that. And Esther and the deliverance of her people. Esther didn't do that. God did that. And we could think of every other incidence in the Bible. And we, we, we tell the story of these characters and, 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 the, and what happened. But it wasn't them, it was God who did that. And we can say the same thing in our own lives. It's not we who have done that, but a God. But it could have been a very different story. You know, I got saved November 6, 1975. I believe that was a direct result of the prayers of my grandmother. Now, my grandma didn't do that. God did that. Okay? But he used her to accomplish his will in my life. And I got saved that day. But three months earlier, I was found by EMS uh, in a puddle with the imprint of the blacktop in my face, unconscious, and a, outside the gates, it's SPAC after a concert. It could have been a very different story. Um, had it not been the Lord who was on my side. I couldn't give you, I couldn't have given you a, de, a, a biblical description of hell. But in the, in the, thing, the, the things that had transpired over that three months, I was seriously asking, I wonder if I had died and gone to hell. 
in the attempt to unburden myself of this, uh, uh, what I was thinking, and because it was pretty heavy. The person I was talking to said to me, you want to get saved? That came out of nowhere. He, Because the fact is, he couldn't have showed me how. But he asked me the question. But he knew somebody who could. And that night, it was a Thursday, at 42 Kelton Avenue, Schenectady, in the kitchen, at the ki I think that's why the kitchen is my favorite room in the house now, uh, perhaps. Uh, maybe not. But it was at the kitchen table where I had heard the gospel, had understood my need to be saved, and there received Jesus as my Savior. It was a very different night that night. I, uh, for weeks, I don't know, maybe months, I, I forget how long it was, but I couldn't go to sleep at night. I could not go to, my mind was just, just and I, it, I just could not go to sleep. I had to have a stack of books that I would just read mindlessly to, in order to distract from what was happening until I was just exhausted and fell asleep. I could not go to bed. I would have been up 24 hours a day if not for the books to distract me and to exhaustion. That night, I went home, never had to touch one of them books. I happened to have a Bible. I don't know where it came from. I don't even know why I had it, but I had a Bible, and I read a chapter and fell asleep. It could have been a very different story, though, had it not been the Lord who was on my side. The, uh, these pilgrims, while on their journey toward Jerusalem, uh, getting ready to, to worship, they, uh, they would, on their way, they would reflect and they would realize and, and they would rejoice. They would reflect on their past and all the dangers that they had been brought out of. They would realize how God had been in their lives and rejoice that they are now headed to worship him. This psalm is a testament of God's protection of his people. There's a, a song that we sing. Uh, it's called, This is My Story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. And this is what they did. The song that, uh, that they sang, the theme of the song that they sang, was that it was good that the Lord had been on our side. They could sing that Jehovah was their deity. They could sing that Jehovah was their defender and their deliverer. They've got a good story to tell. And like, and like that song, we can say, this is my story. It could have been a very different story if not it had not if it had not been the Lord that was on our side. 
You know, I, I could be somewhere else, but I'm not. I could be in a ditch, strung out on drugs, but I'm not. I, I, I could be in a jail somewhere, but I'm not. I could be dead and in hell today, but I'm not. Because the Lord has been on my side. If, uh, and this is the place, see, now this took, what I just did took me a whole message the last time. This was the whole message right here. Now we're getting into the rest of the chapter. I told you we were going to finish it. <laughs> In this chapter, uh, it was verses 1 and 2, basically, that we've covered there. We saw how it said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. But this story, it's a story of, of grace. It's a story of love. It's a story of mercy. It's a story of hope and of long-suffering and of second chances. How many battles would be lost? How many sleepless nights would there have been? How many loads of shame and guilt? The fear, the doubt, the defeat. Would there have been had the Lord not been on our side? You know, I think we forget sometimes just how close we were to spending eternity in hell. I didn't have to live that night. Somebody found me on the ground. When we think here, we, uh, 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 just a couple of, just a, there's actually only two points. And the first is the hazards that we face. In verses 3 through 7, it says, Then they had swallowed us up quick, when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. When we consider the hazards that we face in this life, here in this passage, it, it, it speaks of uh, how big they are, how strong, uh, the, the subtlety, using words like fire and flood and fierceness. If we if it left uh, to our own the things that, this, that, that uh, we experience in this life, they would overwhelm us. They're, they, they're so uh, uh, big that we, there, there's no way that we could conquer them. Look at in, in that uh, uh, verse 3. Then have they swallowed us up quick. You know, it says... If a, a beast is uh, on the prowl looking for its prey, and when it comes up upon it, 
it doesn't just take a, a, a small uh, bite, uh, it, but it, it, it engulfs us whole, a, 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 in, in one whole piece and, and, and swallows us up whole. Had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, these things would swallow us up. Quick. He, he's try, again, he's trying to put these pilgrims in a mindset, ready to worship. When we consider what our life would have been like, where we might have been, had it not been for the Lord who was on our side. It goes on in verse uh, 4. It says, Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Description of a flood. Now, I remember when, I think it was Irene, came through. And... Uh, how, have anybody ever been to Prattville? You've been to Prattville on Route 30, uh, 30 and 23. There were, were the, uh, it, Prattville was one of those uh, places that after Irene was complete, almost complete, very much completely devastated. This, this uh, the floods had pretty much wiped out the whole town. I remember coming up 23A off a of, off of 32, and if these are uh, words I use uh, just um, because I, I drive, but um, I, 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 and I was going up the hill on 23A toward 23, and there's a, there's a creek that comes down that follows the road. I mean, it's a pretty curvy, windy road, and and, and, it's all, and there's a stream that comes down by it, and it's usually a, maybe eight or ten feet wide, maybe. That's during the very wet weather, smaller at other times. Well, I was going up that road, and it was about 25 feet wide, and it was really close to the road. And it was coming down fast. And you know, that's like Prattville. That's what our lives would be like. These things that, that uh, uh, whether it's finances or, uh, 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 or whatever it might be in our lives, these, these, they, they would overwhelm us they would, like a flood. A flood is devastating. It uproots and destabilizes. It, it, it shifts and destroys things that once seemed to be fixed. And that's what the world we live in is like. If left to ourselves in this world, it would be overwhelming like a flood. We would be swallowed up. We would be sunk beneath. And we'd be snared within. 
Verse 6 and 7, blessed be the Lord who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the hand, out of the snare of the fowlers. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. When I was a teenager, I put my hand to trapping a little bit. <laughs> Very amateur. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, we'd put uh, coney bear traps. You know what those are? Coney bear, they're, they're just basically two pieces of metal that are hinged like this. And they make a square, and when you open them up, they look like this, and they've got the, the trigger. We'd put some peanut butter underneath the trigger, and the squirrels would come, and we'd get the squirrels. And we'd practice our taxidermy. One time, a friend of me and my friend, we were out and we found this, we found a beaver dead on the side of the road. Huge, big, huge thing. We, we tried to practice him too. We skinned him and put him on the rack and tried to dry it out. And we didn't have any of the chemicals we were supposed to have. And <laughs> it was terrible. Smelled real bad, and but uh, but a trapper who knows what he's doing—that that wasn't us. A trapper who knows what he's doing—he knows he knows his prey. He knows where to lay the trap. He knows when to do, whether to uh, uh, hide it, put it under some leaves or in a hole or something, or 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 whether just to leave it out and just put the bait in it and. He knows his prey and what it takes in order to get him, to, to get what he's looking for. And just like a dumb bird, we could find ourselves in the trap without the ability to, to, to get ourselves loose. Had it not been for the Lord, who was on our side, we would be in that trap. We'd be swallowed up. We'd be sunk beneath. We'd be snared within. But the next verse, verse number eight, tells us of the help that we have. In verse 1, it says, if it had not been the past. Here it says, our help is. It's present tense. It's right now. Our help is. The Lord is in the name, excuse me, in the name of the Lord. You know, we think, we, we consider ourselves, and, and when we aren't thinking, to have power. And we, the way we live, sometimes we say, I can do this. I can, I can get myself uh, uh, free from this snare. I can uh, uh, 
keep myself from going under in this flood. I can protect myself from this beast that is after me. That's the way we live sometimes. As if we had the power. But our help is not in ourselves, Jesus said. Without me, you can do nothing. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Now, <clears throat> some people consider themselves to have power, but they only have it when their pocket is full of money. They consider themselves to have power, but only when they've got that position of authority. But you know somebody has power when all you got to do is mention their name and people begin to move. He says, our authority, our help, is in the name of the Lord. Consider, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. At the name. It, you know a person has authority and has power when they don't even have to be present. All you got to do is mention their name. He said that we can come in his name and ask. And by the power and authority of his name, we can have our prayers answered. Our help is in the name of the Lord. But not just in his authority, but in his ability. The end of that verse. Help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. He didn't use a construction crew he, with hammers and, and nails and wood. But by the very breath of his mouth, he spoke. And the things that were not came into being. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Had it not been for the Lord. If we thought of that. If that was something that was. More continually on our mind. It's clear that sometimes we. We just forget that. We. we just the cares of this life. They overwhelm us. They, they, they cause us to redirect our thinking and our uh, and and we and we begin to look at, at at the the hazards that we face and we don't know how it is we're going to get through them so if we would more consciously and regularly, perhaps it's something we need to do. That would remind us. Just who it is. That is by our side. If it had not been we, we've got a story to tell. And there are people who need to hear it. 
But it would have been a very different story had it not been the Lord who was on our side. We need to remember him. Know that that's where our help comes from. went much quicker than I expected. It's considering that the first time we never got out of the introduction. But that's the story. Do we have a mind, a heart, ready to worship him because we've considered who it was? That it was the Lord who was on our side. Had it not been, where would we be? What would it be like? if it were not the Lord who had been on our side. Let's bow our heads. Have we forgotten? Have we not considered? Who is it that we're trusting in to get us through these hazards that we face? Are we looking to ourselves, thinking we can do it? When all the time, it's the Lord who's on our side. That our help is in him. And call upon his name. Do we trust him? He made the promise. Do we believe him? Do you feel overwhelmed by the things happening in your life? There's someone who can help. And he's right there by your side. We hope that message was an encouragement to you. To stay up to date with us, please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at LBC Schenectady. If you would like more information on how heaven can be your home, please visit lighthousebaptist.org slash the gospel.